0: Welcome back to Shoot Debris, episode 19. 19, 19, 19. great movie. What's that
1: war movie? Oh, that's 1917? 1917. I haven't seen it yet. I just watched um, Incredible. Dunkirk recently.
0: Dunkirk was really good. Hmm. Uh, they say if you play circus music over it while watching it, it changes the whole vibe.
1: I, I bet if you put circus music <laughs> on top of anything, it changes the Any vibe. Any
0: movie. <laughs> I, I, was, I do that with scary movies. I sometimes will be like, I'm going to imagine this scene. They're like dun, dun, da, 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 and then suddenly it's not so scary.
1: What's the famous thing? Putting uh, f- uh, Pink Floyd over Alice in Wonderland is yeah. that it?
0: No, um, um, and not Alice in Wonderland, uh, the one with D- Dorothy and o- Toto, which Dorothy. is a
1: Wizard of Oz. Wizard
0: of Oz, and it matches up perfectly with the whole movie. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: It's Dark Side of the Moon, or which
0: dark Dark Side of the Moon, and it, it start know, to finish matches perfectly. I think it's just a weird coincidence. That that happens. But if you're ever scared watching a show or movie, think of circus music there or something happy and you're not going to be scared.
1: Circus music is scary, dude. Mm.
0: Okay, sorry. I just swallowed some uh not in joyful. here. Um, no, okay. You need like just some happy music. Like chill, positive, major <laughs> scale, happy music. Okay. Circus music it could be scary. Yeah. I use it because something's like a joke. Like I'm like this is so dumb. It's like dun dun da da dun dun, 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 dun dun. Like,
1: um, two thousand one space odyssey. Mm-hmm. So, do you know the story behind the soundtrack of that? Mm-mm. So, um, uh, um, so it when you're editing music or sorry, editing movies, you can put in like um. A suggestion of what type of music you'd like like it's a temporary yeah hold for the music to be um, orchestrated like composed and later at a later date right like this is a general example of the piece that i would like that's fitting for this scene or these scenes so i think the director put that in right like this temporary music track for mm-hmm. the scenes he wanted and they were like big pieces or kind of out of the ordinary pieces. And so the composer composes, you know, the whole soundtrack for it. Mm -hmm. The director views it and is like, nah, and then goes back to his original idea of all the other pieces that he wanted. That
0: happened. Yeah. So, you know,
1: when, uh, that monkey scene, um, I've never seen it. Oh, okay.
0: which is, this is a classic that I should have seen. It's Stanley Kubrick. I saw part of clockwork orange and I kind of got, not wanting to finish watching it after they break into a house and and assault a lady. And I was like,
1: mm. Yeah.
0: So I didn't finish Clockwork Orange, but Stanley Kubrick is like a mastermind director. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that one I should watch. I feel... But tell me this monkey scene. I still think people will care. Monkeys are cool.
1: Yeah, so it's this scene out like in the desert or something. And there are these monkeys that are fighting over something. I don't... It's been so long since I watched the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But the one monkey ends up killing another monkey like slamming its arms, you know, like killing the monkey. Aggressively. Aggressively. Yeah. And I feel like it's a Star Wars song or it's. um
0: That's used.
1: Yeah. Something. It's something like like famous.
0: It's like the the intro song. Oh, it's or a classical piece or something. And they they throw that in there, but they didn't have the copyrights to use that music. right?
1: Right. So they had to pay for all of that.
0: Wow. If it was Star Wars, that would be amazing. I was thinking of Final Countdown. But, yeah. Hold on,
1: I'll pull it up John Williams
0: did a lot of that music back in the day. And then who else was that other Elfman, Danny Elfman? He did a ton of 90s movies. All the ones we talked about in the past, like 16 Candles and all that stuff. Danny Elfman, I believe, did the soundtrack for that.
1: I don't know what other pieces did he do?
0: I think he did Home Alone, all that stuff. John Williams did like all the Indiana Jones, all that kind of stuff. So John Williams, Danny Elfman, two amazing movie composers.
1: Oh, it's this piece. Hold on. Um, You
0: can play it for like five seconds. It's fine. Here we go. Just the very beginning of it.
1: Here we go. This is um, 31 seconds into the scene that I pulled up.
0: Okay. Is it from Star Wars? Oh, yeah, that's good. Stop it there. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't know what piece that is, but... You know, I got away with it. playing
0: um, a chorus of, like, the used and some other stuff in an earlier episode, so I'm not going to call it out, but I feel like we're good with, like, 10 seconds or something.
1: Yeah. Um, dun, dun. How did we get on that?
0: We're talking about movies um, and ska- and music replaced. Right. Music replacement. Yeah. So, so that's just where... Uh, the director, Stanley Cooper was like, we want, I want to use this. And it was probably this was supposed to be something like original they created mm-hmm. at that point.
1: I may be misquoting or mis um
0: I do that all the time.
1: Factualizing, whatever, you know, the sentence i So we don't have
0: say. what they call a fact check at the end, but I like not checking stuff because people can check it themselves and they can let me know what I got wrong.
1: Right, but I don't like sounding like a dummy.
0: And not sounding like a dummy. We sound really smart. It's just when people search the facts, it's not true.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's about confidence. So
0: there was a test I did recently um, for something. Uh, it was the DISC test. It's like a personality test. And I did it for joining this thing for work called Leader, L E A D R. Wait, L E D. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so I was like, what's this DISC test? Th- test. <laughs> test. What's this DISC thing? And it's D I S C. And it all stands for something DICE not
1: dice. Oh, disc. Okay. Disc. Yeah.
0: Um, but they're like intuitiveness or I forget. I was an IS personality, which it's like, do you care about being right? And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't care about like making sure everything I say is hundred percent factual. I'd rather just like not have to research stuff. Um, so it's kind of cool to see those, the personality tests are always fun. So I was like sat Sunday night. I was like, I'm going to do this now. And I like went in and did all that stuff. It was fun.
1: Yeah, I watched. Um, <clears throat> on that same note, this is not an aside. Um, I watched In and of itself last night. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what it's about? No, it's this. Um, it's it's this guy who puts on a. It's I don't even know how to describe it. It's like set. It's a show. Mm-hmm. So he is in a theater. Um, and he's putting on this one man show with audience participation at points of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he talks about this, um, man that he met at a bar who told him he was a, oh gosh, uh, uh like, um, I forgot what word he uses, but basically it's like a Russian roulette.
0: Oh. Dealer <laughs> or someone that goes around, be like, Hey, I'll, I'll facilitate Roule- your game of Russian roulette.
1: I think he called him a roulette, but Russian
0: roulette that's a gun,
1: right? So, yeah, he tells him the story about this guy who, um, I'm again, I'm, I'm gonna explain Russian wrong. roulette after
0: this for people that don't know, right?
1: Well, it's a part of that story, so he this man that he encounters tells him the story of another man who um was down on his luck hated everything thought the best mm-hmm. decision was for him to end his life um so and how
0: does that work with russian roulette i'm gonna pretend i don't know
1: okay it's gonna tie in in a second
0: oh it will. never yeah. mind never mind i'm trying to like add it <laughs> here and there. i don't need to let me get there. i don't need to go for it
1: <laughs> um so this man stumbles upon a bar and they're taking bets um about things. And uh, he somehow gets into this and goes to this back room. And the game that they're playing is Russian Roulette. So the Russian Roulette is you take a, a gun that... What's the...
0: A revolver. A revolver. And this isn't um, suggested to try Not ever. Ever.
1: Yeah. Um, so there's six chambers in this revolver. And you... The basics of the game is like you put in one bullet, you put Mm -hmm. it into the chamber and then you spin the chamber and then Mm -hmm. you close it without looking where the bullet landed. Yeah, And the, so in this story, the game that they were playing was there was a giant crowd of people. Um, and the, the bets, the game was odds. So like the crowd was taking bets on, uh, like how many, like what were the chances of this guy getting the bullet and, you know, Mm -hmm. Firing it off, um, they
0: don't. You didn't explain what they do. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, so you load the bullet. They,
0: they, because yeah. we don't want to say you with this. Yeah.
1: Did I say you? I'm you so said sorry. You. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No one do this. Yeah. Um. So, they load a bullet into this revolver. You spin the chamber. You close it. You they don't look it, where the bullet is. And then you hold. They put they, it, they put it to their temple. They which put it is to terrible. their temple, and you pull the trigger. And that's
0: bad. And you hope you don't die yeah which is terrible that's it's it's for someone who is already about to not not happy with life or whatever else but i feel like the better option of that game would be having a target and then if you happen to pull it and you hit a target then you get points and then they bet on that that would be my version but the
1: stake but the point is that the stakes need to be high like this is the the game
0: stakes could still be high
1: right but that's i know
0: i know i know yeah it's a movie Um, though it's not real life it was a movie you were watching
1: yeah, yeah where this man explains the game, yeah um, so whatever this guy in within the story um pulls the trigger and he lives mm-hmm. um and so the next day he comes back and a bigger crowd shows up because he's there again, like no one within this bar or this of uh, the bar holding this game had ever come back mm-hmm. two days in a row to to play, play Russian roulette. Um, so whatever he survives and there's, he does it like five or like five or six times. Right. In in a day? No, consecutively.
0: Six days in a row.
1: Yeah. And so, um, this, the whole point of like the documentary of this show Mm -hmm. is comparing, um, the six chambers of that gun to, how this man that this shows derek is the um person putting on the show Mm -hmm. um so derek uh compares the six chambers of the gun to six representations of himself Mm -hmm. um and it's it's so crazy because i i literally i cried like three times watching it because it Mm -hmm. was intense and um, at the beginning so he does this show in front of an audience and before the audience comes in they pick up a card that they think represents themselves so mm-hmm. some are artists like a, it's a gambit of things so artist, um
0: self-definition you mean yeah, like, like what how goofy, do you see yourself
1: nobody a teacher mm-hmm. um whatever Um, personality test basically yeah Mm -hmm. um so these people all like self-identify personalities within themselves Mm -hmm. um and oh gosh why did i go down this because we we were talking talking about
0: about the disc test and i was influencers not socialite but into like interactions with people and stuff out of those four
1: um I, this was a long winded way to say that I don't believe tests like that. Work? Because... Oh no. um,
0: I just did it and I felt good about it.
1: Those tests? Those personality tests? Yeah. Well, I, no, is this, so is my, but this is my opinion about oh, yeah. what but I, my results are. But it's true. Your opinions
0: are. are always right. So that's why I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Everyone has a truth. Um, but... Live it. I I always think, I mean, there's always so much more... There's more to a person being, than that. Yeah, defined as you know, the helper. It's not an
0: end all. It's more like a, a a point to give some things about a personality. So I wanted to find out what the things were on it real quick. Oh, okay. Um, and I wanted to see what they stood for. It is D. uh, Oh, dominance. I is influence. S is steadiness. So like being, um, reliable or, making sure you're doing stuff on a normal way. And then C is consciousness. So I'm not as conscious or dominant, okay. <laughs> which is why I don't want to always be the people that are always want to be right. Or like the dominant, more like self-aware. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to say whatever I want right now. And you can figure out if it's right later. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's why, but I was like, and l- reading the thing, I'm like, absolutely not. Like the things do actually tie in to kind of how you feel about life. So it's it's more like you're getting a surface. If you were in a nine foot deep swimming pool, you're staying on the four three, four inches on the top on these tests. You gotta dive way deeper. Okay. But you are getting an area of the pool you're in. You're getting like the five foot depth, the nine, the three foot depth. Not that dominance and consciousness are the sides, yeah. but that's just in this scenario. Well,
1: I don't You'd um, also don't like
0: swimming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you ruined my joke.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I also don't believe in swimming. (laughs) No, go ahead. Pretend I didn't say it. Uh, So there's these deep ends of the pool, then I'm in the middle.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't agree with that analogy because I can't swim, Ah! Boom, which is true it's really true I, okay. I don't know how to swim
0: i know someone else that can't swim i can probably drown
1: well. i'll be probably good at that
0: so um i'm uh, anthony was on our show before and he like, this is oh this yeah is we've on, had this, this conversation is on, well this was on instagram recently and it was so funny because gabe who's our friend who was on the podcast too yeah. uh made a post with him anthony on a boat and this is fine because it was all oh, over right. the internet and it showed anthony's uh fist clenched <laughs> And, and he was like, he can't swim. And so he's sitting there and it jumps, it zooms in close on his hand and he's, and, and then later Anthony had to like go back. He's like, I can swim just for everyone that's hitting me up and being like, I can't believe you can't swim. He's like, just to put Gabe on blast now, I can swim. I'm just not great at it. I can tread water. So he's not going to drown if he's in the water where you sure. would straight up sink. I think so. No, you could no, float. I would float there. You could float I'd on float your back. float
1: for a second and then, you know, give in. <laughs>
0: you could float on your back and just kick a little and stay afloat. Everyone yeah. can do that. But it's just like the power swimmers that swim across a, a channel or canal. No, no way. way. And there was a guy who was talking about. What dude, are you
1: trying to prove, dude?
0: They're trying to prove that they can be a boat themselves. For and who?
1: Like, get,
0: <laughs> just get like, over yourself, just like, dude. Stay on it. land. So when we were on tour in the South uh, years ago. um Ooh. Which is cool. Yeah. It was a cool area. It was uh, Alabama, northern Alabama. The water's like 80 degrees oh, or cool. so. So it feels like you don't feel bad jumping off. There are water moccasins, those snakes that swim in the water, all kinds of things down there. No crocodiles. The snake is called
1: a water moccasin? Water moccasin. Wow. It's
0: like a shoe, but
1: but like no, they're flat.
0: That's the name. I uh, know they're longer, but they swim across the water and they like they'll bite. If you're in the water and they're they can swim across and bite. It's crazy. Oh, they're wow. poisonous. Um, so um, Naf and Ryan, Ryan, our friend and old drummer, and uh, a niece of the people we are staying with. That's we were,
1: blowing. I'm sorry. That's blowing my mind.
0: They're called water moccasins.
1: No, that they're snakes in water.
0: Yeah, that's scary. Well, the South is messed up in a lot of ways, but the South is messed up in the sense of all the, the poisonous, like Florida has the most poisonous things. There's tons of people that have bought like, um, exotic snakes and let them go when they get too big. And so they've just oh, fill wow. in the swamps and stuff. Yeah. So it's just like a mess, but Alabama a little better. Okay. So this, we didn't have a snake in this story, but it could have happened, but they jumped off this pontoon boat when we're cruising across the whole lake at full speed as a pontoon joke. Pontoon is
1: the one with the fan.
0: No, pontoon has the two, um, pontoons, the, the, the billows in the water or oh, okay. like, um, they're metal, like
1: floaties. Kind of like float
0: floatable things. Yeah. So there's a middle in the middle of it, or a
1: middle. There's the middle. a middle
0: in the middle. There's a taller middle part. Okay. So we're going across to go to like their friend's house across the lake. So Naph and Ryan and their nephew or their cousin jump off in the middle as a joke. And the girl driving's like, I'm not go- I'm not turning around. We're going over here. So they leave them treading water in the middle of the lake, go all the way across the lake yeah it's it's a ways and they're sitting there just treading water in the middle yeah and then <laughs> then they're like they take their time and then we're like uh we should go back and get them and so we go back and then it's been 10 minutes and then the nephew just looked like he was about to die he's like dead because he's been treading water that whole time wow and the it was murky gray brownish mm-hmm. water it didn't look great it was warm that's nice but it's like there could have been maybe a water <laughs> mox didn't come along like who yeah, knows
1: ga- where was this alabama
0: uh yeah, Northern Alabama, Arab Alabama, I have, I have no and they, idea what the I would are. say Arab Alabama for the West Coast, but in there, there they said Arab, Arab Alabama. Okay. So that was just how the accent went. Yeah. Um. But they have fireflies at night. It's cool. But point being, don't jump off a pontoon boat in the middle of a lake and make sure the driver is going to be kind to you and not wait 10 minutes to come back because he looked like he was about to drown mm-hmm. and they it's had no life life vests or anything
1: um is it a pontoon also i mean that's tragic and i'm sorry for those people
0: they, they they lived
1: great yeah um isn't a pontoon also um you like spear whales with it
0: that's a not a pontoon that's a harpoon uh- <laughs> <laughs> that is a pontoon. You could be on a pontoon boat with a with harpoon, harpoon out in the ocean. I don't suggest that. With a splatoon, you, with a splatoon. Part,
1: of, part of a splatoon
0: for the those Wait, are the things for
1: for uh, for chewing chew?
0: tobacco, and then they spit into it a splatoon.
1: I'm I was thinking a platoon.
0: Platoon, uh, but there's a platoon as in a group a in the group. military. Yeah. so there's a platoon on a
1: platoon on a. <laughs>
0: on a, pa- a pontoon seviye, with-, you with their spittoons and harpoons <laughs> this is uh, that's amazing this <laughs> i mean how try to say that t- try to say that 10 times fast it's a tongue twister, it's <trlSTCH> a real tongue twister. Yeah. can't do it that's um so the great. other thing about that story in the south which puts me on blast so i'm going to do it is um a little later that day when they got back to the boat, they decided <laughs> to start jumping off of the boat when we're sitting there. Mm-hmm. So I'm filming everyone jumping off. I have footage of this somewhere that I'm going to capture when I'm capturing band footage in the next month or something. Um, and Naft goes to do a backflip. Looks like he hits his head really hard and disappears under the water.
1: Like, like hits his head on the boat? or the, Yeah, that's what okay. it looks
0: like. He hit his shoulder, but it looked like his head hit. There's some bubbles. Nothing. We're wow. in the middle of the lake.
1: Yeah. And, and this is basically your brother.
0: Yes. So we're in Alabama. So this is what makes the story worse. <laughs> um, so, well, it's not... I, I genuinely cared and still care, obviously. Yeah. But my thought initially, I told... And I shouldn't have said out loud what my thought was initially. My first thought when he didn't come up for 30 seconds and I was freaking out. And everyone started jumping in the water where he went in. I'm like, you're going to hit him if he's coming up. Right. But everyone jumped in and Tara, 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 but Tara for their... With the accent. Tara and I are the only ones. She's the driver who left them in the middle at first. She's on the boat. (laughs) So she obviously doesn't care enough. I'm on the boat filming when I should have been in the water. (laughs) So I'm filming. So Nap comes up under in the middle of the pontoon boat. This is why the middle is important. Elevated area. Yeah. And he hears everyone freaking out and he decides to just not lean say anything it. lean yeah. into it so he comes up on the other side and scares tar and i that fell in the i'm filming <laughs> and she's like looking <laughs> over the edge and everyone's in there like freaking out and everyone's jumped in oh, that's... and so i get crap from everyone first and i my first thought was like oh my goodness yeah literally he just died what are we gonna tell his parents right that's my first thought that hit my head i was like i have to call his yeah. parents in 20 minutes and say their son just drowned and that like freaked me out because i and I, yeah, but it right. wasn't the the sad part wasn't that i'd have to call his parents it was that he just drowned but the way i said it sounded like i was just worried about what we we're going to tell his parents <laughs> and so i get i get uh, it's a never no, ending understand. thing I'm going to get for that. Yeah. But he came up and scared us and then they got back in and he, and then when I said, I, I was thinking, what are we going to tell his parents? Cause I just say what I'm thinking all the time. And he's like, really, you didn't even care about, you know? And so I, I'm going to continue for the rest of my life. To
1: yeah.
0: Same, same day. Yeah. They did something dumb. Then he did something and then he didn't tell us he was alive. So it's kind of his own fault too.
1: Right. No, like, no,
0: <laughs> just kidding.
1: No, not at all. Um, Wow. Yeah. I, I also have that thought of like, I don't know why I'm so morbid like this. What if
0: something happens?
1: Yeah. What if something happens? I, an accident happens. I pass away. Right.
0: Oh, you're thinking of yourself.
1: Um, yeah. I'm narcissistic. Um, No,
0: no, that's not narcissistic. I I think about that stuff sometimes. Am um, I a narcissist? Narcissist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Narcissist. Um, I think about if I was in an accident like all just how um inconvenienced (laughs) the inconvenience of the following steps that everyone would have to do who finds my body who reports that back to I mean I would guess that would go straight to the like police or someone um Mm -hmm. and then they would have to contact my family friends yeah and then my family would have to figure out what to do with all the stuff I own Mm -hmm. um yeah and that just sucks and like thinking about like how that would affect my family personally um it
0: makes you not want to die right like it makes me want to live forever yeah really if i could just make it so i don't convenience inconvenience don't convenience (laughs) convenience anyone by dying don't inconvenience anyone by dying that would be great and i think about that with video projects like anytime i travel or i'm just like I know I'm not going to be able to deliver something before I do something that could be dangerous or something. I'm always like, I got to wrap up these projects before I go on this trip. And everyone's like, you don't want to think worst case scenario, like a plane going down or you get in a car accident or something. I was like, I just think about that stuff all the time.
1: Yeah, I can't help it.
0: So I'm like, before I go somewhere, I want everything to be done where Mm -hmm. I'm like if there's something that's i haven't done for years and then they're still procrastinating that's fine cuz that's still not going to get done, done yeah. next week but if it's something that someone's like waiting for something i'm like i'm delivering this wedding
1: like i I've, I've been putting off i mean i probably shouldn't admit this i've been putting off um naming a uh what's that called
0: uh heir
1: no um like not health, health insurance like um
0: a beneficiary yeah a beneficiary that's an heir well, kind of, you mean of your, you're talking about like a uh, life insurance,
1: life insurance, work, health yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, uh, I put my dad on there and now I'm like, he's already taken care of. Maybe I should move to someone else, but I don't want to move to someone who would want the money Yeah. or my <laughs> 403B. Then I, then I would find myself dead. Yeah. I <laughs> haven't somehow. done
1: any of that stuff I any too.
0: Oh yeah. 403B.
1: Yeah. You're supposed to name a beneficiary there too.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't done any of that stuff. Oh this kind of rolls right into what I I did want to bring this up. I just did my taxes last night, <laughs> and I'm like a month late.
1: Yeah, definitely about a month for, late for um, your LLC or for I don't have an general, LLC, just a sole proprietor. Your, yeah.
0: But my I did my federal taxes. And I did my state sales tax or my state tax also yesterday, which is, was supposed to be in April, was the due date this year instead of January. Yeah. I always do it three months late because there's never a fee for a service business. <laughs> it never matters. They're always like, you owe nothing. So I'm like, okay, because I don't do sales tax, I don't sell a product. So I, I did it, I did them both in the same day within an hour and a half. And it was, and there's, but now that I've like trying to be more adult and have like a retirement account, (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to be more adult and then I file the latest I've ever filed late. So that's the
1: thing. Yeah. Even with the, um, the allowance that this year has given us of like stuff was supposed to be due in what? April,
0: April 15th or 18th. Yeah. And then they 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 pushed it back to May. May. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, I got time and then May hit and I was like.
1: You know, time.
0: <laughs> the, th- the thing, and I'm not giving financial advice when I say this, this uh-huh. is just what I heard. So I took it as like, I was fine. Is that if, you, if they owe you money, they don't care if you're late. If you owe them money, they care. They care because yeah. you're supposed to pay. And I'm like, on paper at first when I did it, I owed money. Then you do your write-offs and they owe me money. So at the end of the day, they're just paying me late and it hits and you get 21 days and then it hits your account. I could have had it a lot earlier. which the benefit of not procrastinating is you get stuff done sooner Mm -hmm. that's literally that's literally how it (laughs) goes but all the extra forms that i got in the mail this year and i lost all my forms i was looking and i was like where did i put them and i have this one bin with forms from every year down to 2010 but they're spread out with like photos and other stuff and i have to like scroll through this thing couldn't Mm -hmm. find them anywhere so I dig the whole box out. And then I'm like, oh, I put them in the trash bag in the closet. That's right. Because I had like, <laughs> not trash bag, but I had like a, a paper bag from the store that I'd put some oh, things yeah. from a backpack a in that was in a bag, bag, a bag, that was in a drawer. And so yeah. it was just sitting in my closet in the back. All of them were in there. And I was like, if I wouldn't, if my brain wouldn't have snapped in, I would just have sort of tr- had to file without anything and found my stuff online. Mm-hmm. But there were so many forms this year because there's like the retirement <laughs> mm-hmm. account form, the health insurance forum, the HSA, all these forms yeah. that you have to enter. And I was like, wow, things are getting complicated now that I am trying to be an adult. Yeah. But it worked out because I ended up since it was COVID and they had like all the things like, were you affected by COVID for your business? I was like, yes. And things like that. And suddenly I got more back than I've ever gotten because of the hardship of the covid stuff or not making barely any money with my business Mm -hmm. so i was like wow i don't want this to happen every year because i'd rather make more money but the return was actually pretty decent that's great yeah first time ever yeah because usually it's like you owe 300 and then or three thousand dollars of all your stuff unpaid taxes on stuff you made outside of your job and this year i was like i didn't even clear four grand with my business (laughs) so (laughs) literally yeah so i was like wow uh, I have a few write offs and that equals more for sure mm-hmm. than than the amount I made. Yeah. Which was great. Well. So yeah, do your taxes people if you haven't done them yet, it's never too late. And I felt I feel good about accomplishing it yesterday cuz I didn't do a whole lot more yesterday right. than that. Was so like got that done, went to dinner with a friend, got to meet their new new baby.
1: Oh yeah, I saw that. Pretty cool. Nice. Noah. How old?
0: Um, you know, I want to say like three months, maybe fresh, four months, maybe four months now, but, uh, no, eight fresh. Yeah. Two, two months, maybe two months. It's not been that long. Oh, wow. Um, but, but he, he sleeps like three, four hour blocks. So he's sleeping most of the time. There's like yelling going on tables, (laughs) getting hit and he's like passed out, wakes up for a little bit, falls back asleep. Mm -hmm. But then the only downside of that, they said, is that at three in the morning, he'll decide to have a party and wake up for three hours. Mm hmm. You know, so stuff like that. But kids are kids are great. And I'm glad I get to be an uncle and go hang out and see him and then go home <laughs> and not and not be in charge at the same time. Is that Matthew? Yeah. Is he ready? Um. We have a guest coming in to the studio in a moment. It was going to be a surprise. It still is. It still is. Because you had no idea and we're not going to tell you his name i just gave it away um yeah you did but maybe i can cut that part out nope we're leaving it (laughs) um but we're going to do the thing that we try to say his full name yeah after the advertising break which happens in a moment and then i don't know his middle name you know it so you're always the best and i sound like Uh, like i'm
1: i mean you may actually have one up on me this year i might How hi Matthew!
0: Welcome to the party. We got uh, we're gonna clap real quick, and then we're gonna turn his mic on in a minute. We'll be back after the commercial break with Matthew. Um, so we're back with our special guest, and what we always do, what we've done with guests so far, so we'll do it again, is we're gonna try to say your first, middle, and last name without knowing, because I don't know the middle name. Do you have a middle Mm -hmm. name? Yeah, but I'm gonna guess it. Does Dolly know it?
1: I. I'm really bad. I don't think I know your middle name.
0: Sometimes she knows names. I never do. I never do. So I'm just going to say the name that I think it is. And as I was driving down, I was actually trying to guess names (laughs) to get ready for this. Because I was like, I'm going to get his name wrong, probably. But it's going to sound like I know what I'm talking about. Okay. And sorry
1: in advance if I... Yeah, sorry. And then you can can correct us and tell us the, the
0: full whole name. Hopefully Uh, I don't get offended. uh, Yeah, if you're not offended. Um, And we're going to say Matthew for the first name. So just to be clear, when we say the first name, we're both going to say Matthew. Yeah. Okay. Ready? One, One, two, three. three. Matthew, Matthew Arnold, Pugh. Pugh. I said Arnold. I said David. Neither. Way wrong. I knew I'd be wrong. Donald, (laughs) Pugh. Donald? (laughs) Donald? That's awesome. No, it's not
1: Donald. Wait, what what did you you say?
2: (laughs) Who's Donald, Pugh? No, none of no my no family one. members okay.
0: yeah. yeah
1: what's your middle name it's james i freaking knew that
0: matthew james so like that's awesome that's my first name really yeah i go okay. by my middle name eric oh okay. i just gave it away everyone knows my first name that's fine but well oh man,
2: my full name is on facebook but i don't really play with facebook anymore yeah
0: but- i don't play yeah. with it i just log in once in a while yeah but that's probably considered playing on facebook by just logging in and checking it out yeah. and when i see my screen time once i added facebook back to my phone and it went up i was like oh <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like a bad a bad thing so um so matthew terrible. james pew is matthew with us james today Pugh. thanks for joining us
1: thank you for being here this
0: is this is shooting debris which is where we talk about life and Mm -hmm. nothing too serious we don't really like get dive into deep crazy things because we want to make life all light and fun but it's good to talk about serious stuff sometimes too so if there's a serious topic we'll hit it totally yeah um Um, this is like
2: my first podcast actually ever really ever yeah this, so is our, this is our this is our first me. one. Yeah. I was like, uh, I need to like explore that journey. Yeah, it's fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. I was like, oh, and suddenly when we did one or two, I was like, and I want to do this all the time. Mm-hmm, if nice. I can just talk to people all day, I do it anyway, but do it on a mic and learn new things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. let me
1: give a little intro. Sure. Um so I, Matthew and I have known each other since college. We were in art school together. Um Art school film. sounds fancy. Yeah uh, setting film and we just hit it off. Um, and he's been one of my favorite friends and just people to know. Um, he's immensely creative, uh, has a wonderful eye for pretty much everything. (laughs) Um, uh, but yeah, he's, I mean, he's one of the most caring people and thoughtful, um, that I've ever come across and I just love him. And I know that everyone at the, by the end of this episode will also, um, absolutely know that and know well one because i'm saying it right now but I, you know what i mean now like, you know they'll also think of you and know how um just great of a person you are
0: and, and you, i dog. will say thank you you're welcome you thanks dolly it's wonderful yeah. thanks for that intro which was great and i have one not as long as yours Oh, yeah, i, I want to hear your intro because because i i don't even and
1: then matthew can pick which one he yeah. likes no, no 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 <laughs> yeah, dolly's
0: dolly's is the best already yeah because she knows you longer but i was like i would always heard of matthew Pugh from other people about how professional of a videographer cinematographer person you were and i was like And then when I met you, I was like, okay, so this is a real cinematographer. This is a real film person. Like when someone's like, oh, I make movies. I was like, yeah, but that guy, he has a red camera. He does all this stuff. Like that's, that's the real deal. So that's my, my, um, measurement for like a professional film person. Cause when you go to the airport, you're rolling in with like a roller cart and checking like five (laughs) big cases. And I was like, I go with a backpack and I put a camera in my bag and a little monopod. And I was like, I don't want to carry anything, but like the professional person brings all the good gear no matter what like you're on a mountain because you do winter sports stuff too yeah yeah so and we'll let you share those things as well but like you're on a mountain with a red camera up in the snow and that's hardcore to me in a good way yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so hopefully those days of traveling
2: with camera gear come back it's been so long
0: yeah it has It's
2: actually been a year actually it feels
0: way longer though than a year
2: since, but yeah, the...
1: Since your last like uh outdoor project?
2: Yeah, since um I got on an airplane and went to it was uh, Arizona, Phoenix. Okay. And uh worked with a studio over there. Well, worked for a client and um they picked out that location because of spring training for baseball. Okay. Oh nice. Because the talent was a uh baseball Baseball team pro team yeah yeah.
0: that's awesome you don't want to say we don't want to say their name but it's arizona you figure it out yeah
1: (laughs) well no spring training happens in arizona so it's oh for a lot of teams it could be anyone yeah Yeah. for
0: anyone really
2: Yeah. yeah it was just really convenient for the athlete
1: Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Well, and
0: and you've done stuff for a lot of big companies. And so that's where I was like, oh, well, this guy does stuff for these and these and these and these people. So I was like, well, that's (laughs) definitely pro.
1: Yeah. And
0: I was like, so I'm going to just do my like side small jobs over here. But I know there's some professional level I'll eventually get to. So, you know. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just the camera because a lot of people have nice cameras. You can put a nice camera in someone's hand that doesn't know what they're doing and it looks awful. Right. So you got to really know your... I like the cameras that don't give you any easy buttons, like all manual, and then you're yeah. like, it takes. It's really the person who's behind it that makes it do the thing. Yeah, which well, is it can awesome.
1: also be a stylistic choice. Like, um, there's been this um, influx of like throwback style, like um, digital cameras, like little handheld Sony mm-hmm. Sony things. Yeah, um, yeah, that like, yes, it's a like, yeah, it's a professional camera operator. Or a cinematographer or director, um, but they're choosing a really this low
0: quality, me- low-fi media. Yeah, to as shoot on their
1: vessel for yeah capture. Mm-hmm.
2: I've had producers and some directors to say, "Hey, like, look, like we we would like to do the red or the you know this and that, but like, let's just just use my Sony DSLR. Mm-hmm. Like that just
0: like theirs. I'm just comfortable or your with. Own.
2: It, it it was like theirs. Oh yeah, yeah. they own it. The production company own it. Just because they like wanted to keep budget tight and, and they, they didn't want that. anything. Yeah. They didn't want like anything too spectacular just for like a headshot mm-hmm. interview. Yeah,
1: and I bet there's probably a level of like comfortability in it. Of like they know what images to expect from any particular model that they may own or have experience right. with.
2: Yeah. Right, and mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, it just it's been working for them for stuff they do that don't need like a professional cameraman you know yeah and it's still And then when they need it they're like oh yeah i can like do the things i'm comfortable doing because if i scale in on this image and it's 4k because i want at least two camera angles Mm. they're like oh at least i know that when i scale in it's not going to grain out or look like
0: pixel and the scale in for the not because we're all film people here we Mm -hmm. know the the terms the scale in is if you crop into a Picture that's higher quality to get two images out of one. Yeah, for for the folks that don't know. Yeah, but yeah, and I've noticed the comparisons of cameras more recently. Like watching all the YouTube videos of like this camera. Let's compare this to a Red. It's always the Red comparison. Mm -hmm. But like, there's a a lot of the others are they're pretty close as far as the the quality of the picture. The skin tones are a little better on the Red always and things like that. But like a lot of them, you're like, ah, it's actually. I mean, it's decent. It's in the it's in the wheelhouse. So any camera now, almost it's only if the client's like, uh, can you shoot on a VHS tape for me? And then you're like, well, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be low grade. And
1: I feel like there's trickle down or influence from um, you know some of the great cinematographers that we love um, mm-hmm. into um, kind of this consu- like pro consumer market of um, uh, like editing suites and color. Color suites where you can throw on like a pre like an Ari preset mm-hmm. or yeah um, I
0: have one whatever, of those for the GH five yeah. a, a special Ari sorry which is a Ari I say Ari but it is airy yeah but they um, there is a Ari or. Airy Alexa LUT lookup mm-hmm. table is what that is for yeah. the GH5 and the skin tones look almost the same as <laughs> as an Airy would look and I was like well this is cool because I have two GH5s and I was like I technically have two Airy cameras that are 30,000 each yeah. which is not true but the look of the skin tones are at least similar so I'm like oh and I forget that sometimes and I never want, I always want to shoot with the older looking cameras, like the bull yeah. X or black magic. And when I do my own projects, I'm like, but I have two that look like an airy Alexa. Why am I not using these? I'm like, cause this is my corporate work and I don't, it's not, it's not as artistic, but it can be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's, that's where I'm like, I don't need to buy a red, but I want one. I yeah. still want one. <laughs> so
1: yeah. Something that, um, Uh, just came to mind a couple episodes ago we were talking you and i were talking about um our first cameras our first like type of cameras
0: and then our favorite we were going to mention
1: yeah um and actually through matthew um is how i got my first film camera um matthew's good friend ryan um yeah just for the sweetest person um we like i don't even know why were we taking a trip up north just for no reason just to have fun
2: just to get out of the the City. rat race yeah um, like, of seattle yeah. or anywhere in the somewhere town. just peaceful where like it feels like a normal like life just life and humanity's yeah. around and
1: yeah
0: was that when i met you guys up north and we went to, went and got food on your way back down or was, that was probably years before that
1: i think it was probably probably around a later that. trip yeah yeah mm-hmm. Okay. Um but we went up north and then ended up swinging by Ryan's place. Um mm-hmm. and Matthew and him were talking about film photography. Um and I was like, "Yeah, I I've always wanted to get get into it, but I just haven't taken like my shot at purchasing something." Mm-hmm. And Ryan goes, "Just excuse me for a second. And he comes back and gives me a camera, a Canon <laughs> AE-1 That's awesome. from his po- like just that he had lying around. He was like, yeah, I don't really use this anymore. You can have this. And they're um, nice. They're really yeah, nice. Yeah, they're nice.
0: Yeah, I was kind of jealous. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I got one from my ex-mother-in-law, and then I ended up giving it to someone else. And then after I gave it to him, I was like, oh, I kind of wish I held on to that. Because mm-hmm. they are cool. Yeah. yeah,
1: they're really cool. Yeah. Um, but I guess on that topic, do you remember what your first camera was? Digital or film? Like, it doesn't matter. Video?
2: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like my grandfather gave me an old film camera oh, nice. and mm-hmm. I didn't know how to like, I didn't know how to like think about it. Cause it was my, my maturity of shooting images and like, you know, at the time it was like more popular or, or like more, you know, digital cameras were like the thing. And you yeah. just look at this old, like, you know, like old photo camera that shoots film and you're like, Oh, I don't, what do I do with this? That seems like magic to make it work you know yeah like some kind of you just need to like know what you're doing like like winding the film into them is scary yeah
1: mechanics of it all yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
2: so i was like a little overwhelmed and i had it for a while and um it was actually um kind of funny how that camera ended up being in ryan's lab (laughs) because because i used it a little bit and it had like some interesting light leak problems Mm -hmm. like it had some battle wound so i don't know what happened to it sure. but
1: it was probably the um uh gate the uh no there's like ribbons sometimes within these cameras that can get yeah um just by age like either dry out or crack um so they let oh. in light light leaks which could you... be
2: really cool yeah. for artistic yeah. stuff so like ryan took it and he actually used it to, at his benefit to like get cool like photos mm-hmm. and People like liked his photos, and and um,
1: We're like, one person was like,
2: "Hey, like I need to, like something like that does that magic," and I apparently maybe he sold it to another person, but um, it was doing some crazy like artistic, creative work. Yeah, with this old you know camera that shoots film.
0: Like that's awesome. That's and so cool.
2: But like, yeah, I would say the first really cameras I was really into is digital like mm-hmm. as far as filming um skateboarding goes because that yeah. was like the first thing I started really doing is
0: filming skateboarding. What was your first video camera for skateboard filming? Um if you remember. I don't remember my very first, but I remember a couple. It was
2: like a Sony high eight
0: camera. Oh it was okay. even then. Wow. Yeah. I had a mini D V Sony with a wide angle adapter. The yeah. BX two thousand <laughs> Like Ice. the classic one that people are skateboarding, going along the ground. But the high 8s are, yeah, my friend had a high 8 and I was like addicted to film. I was like, we just want to make movies and it was so cool. And looking back, I was like, the quality is a little low. Yeah, but, totally. And my first like mini DV one was like an, a Panasonic something. It was small. The smallest three CCD mini DV and three CCD is three analog chips yeah ccd sensor thing so it's pretty cool
2: that was the reason why i like ended up finding some way to sell that high 8 and get like a canon three chip Mm -hmm. um and i think it would call like a z40 or z50 Mm -hmm. at the time but they were like mini dv yeah and mini dv was like pretty much
0: standard the new the new standard and it was still standard definition not high definition at that point yeah yeah people like what standard you're like well this was the standard before the high def (laughs) but and they were all expensive like my cameras then were three thousand dollars twenty five hundred dollars for a standard definition mini dv cam and they still sell for three to four hundred because people want that look Mm -hmm. it's coming back the 90s are returning yeah which is cool
1: i still haven't watched mid 90s
0: Oh, it's so good! Oh my gosh! And it's a I skateboarding. Know. I'm sorry. If sorry you're into to admit the skateboarding that. culture, it's like all about that. People that live that, and it's filmed. There's different. Um, it's squared up four by three. It goes wide. It has different things throughout it. Or is it all four by three? I forget. It's all four by three. Is it? Yeah. So it looks like you're there, which is cool. Okay. It's worth worth. Which watching. I think was really
2: cool that like they made it that way, and then they shot with Super
0: sixteen.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, As full well. Full gate open gate
0: really yeah so that and that was jonah hill's directorial debut yeah so it's cool it's not and it's i'd say it's funny it has funny stuff in it too but it's like gritty it's a a drama it's kind of a drama but it's la kids in la in the 90s skating in it they had cars of that era and everything and it was it's very nostalgic for anyone that grew up in the 90s yeah it It definitely hit me home it hit me at like a good
2: place Mm -hmm. like at home like where I was like, yeah, I remember I was such a, you know, skater kid and so stoked on like life and be able to skate and, mm-hmm. you know, meet cool people and just by you know, having a skate community around you, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah, like Avril Lavigne song "Skater Boy," post '90s, yeah, probably related to the '90s skate scene to be <laughs> honest, yeah, <laughs> not that that Cause, album was great because it was yeah, there's
1: some <laughs> bangers on that album, but I'm embarrassed um, to say that
0: I had heard it oh gosh
2: no. yeah because like that movie just displayed like yeah like california is where skateboarding lives like yeah and like that's where i grew up like when i was a kid is mm-hmm. you know california and everyone like at my southern. school skate yeah mm, southern california nice. so like you know it was
1: skateboarding the thing to was a thing to do yeah going back to avril i'm sorry
0: oh yeah momentarily
1: i'm, I'm with you is one of my favorite songs
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say I'm with you. It's embarrassing to say that I like Avril Lavigne, but <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. I'm with you. So I always, um, what you were saying, going back to like growing up in Southern California, I always idolized people that grew up in Southern California because I'm like, oh, it just seems like. Plus, I love the Beach Boys, and it was a Southern California thing. They grew up there, surfing. Everything about Southern California was was like, even though I hadn't gone, hadn't gone, or didn't live the life seemed nostalgic and so cool. I'm like, Oh, anyone that lives there is so lucky just to like live by the beach and do these things and be in the sun and palm trees. And so I was just like, it's just, everyone is cooler in California. I'd be in Washington, go visit my California cousins and be like, they're so much cooler than us. (laughs) (laughs) And the clothes were always three to four years ahead. Right. So you get like, they had the the shorts in the 90s that went below the knee a ways. And then they shipped them up to us and everyone made fun of me for wearing them. And three years later, everyone in Washington was wearing the shorts that I was wearing in third grade. Yeah. And it was cool right. then. And yeah. then I was like, I was ahead of the time, but you guys made fun of me because <laughs> I got the hand-me-downs for my cousins. It
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> kept a clothes shopping cheap. You open a box and what you got is what you got.
2: Yeah. So like, funny you say that because when I moved up to Seattle, Washington or... Mm -hmm. I grew up on the, you know, later when I was like 13, I moved to uh, Issaquah, Washington. Mm -hmm. And uh, I literally like showed up to like my middle school and people were like, who is this kid? Like, (laughs) like the clothes, like my clothes, my style, like spiked hair, like, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know what they thought of me, but I I could just tell like, you're an outsider, an outsider. Yeah. Like, he's from a different area. Mm -hmm. And then I would talk to them and I'd have like slang because you have a skateboarder slang down there, and it's kind of, you know, California has like a whole new vocabulary that like mm. people picked up on. Like, I think probably cool was created more in, you know, California before people started saying cool in Washington, you know? Yeah. And then people started saying fire like recently, <laughs> which is like the new word because people, it's fire. People in California got tired of saying cool. Like, they're mm. just like, yeah, that's the new word. Plus,
0: there's always fires there, but like <laughs> that too. <laughs> so <laughs> it originated in California in more than one way. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like lit, and that's the thing. Like it's lit, and I was like, "What's lit?" <laughs> and that was the one at first. And now I'm like using it. It's like it's lit. And then is a vi- is a vibe. Is a vibe. I S S A. I do that sometimes. Like is a vibe because it's like <laughs> just like like Sammy sitting there or something looking away. and Like is a vibe. Like a certain thing you see. Like I saw this is what i wanted to post i kept trying to i was driving this is not good i was trying to film this these dogs in the back of this truck sunday driving through seattle downpour rain and weather or rain and weather Weather and traffic, and there was a tr- a dog in the back of like an old Toyota pickup, just like getting drenched, and the water sprang up on the sides. And he's sitting here just with his head down, Aww. and then he's just getting soaked. But it's warm rain, so it's fine. But I kept trying to film it, and I thought I'd film this awesome thirty second clip. And it was I'd film for a second and put the phone down, was filming the floor, and <laughs> oh so I was like, and I missed the one opportunity when I was right up to where the dog was, and I was gonna be like, is a vibe. So I tried again, and the windshield is all blurred and wiping, and I couldn't get it. I I was like screw it i'm not gonna get this but it was so cool then another dog gets up and there's two in the back and the guy had a, a extended cab i was like why aren't your dogs in your back seat dude it's like yeah. dumping rain but <laughs> but it was like it was cool it was a vibe There's like the dog's just like whatever yawning and getting soaked yeah yeah well so so gr- but growing up in california not a lot of rain compared to up here yeah totally and i know you're a huge fan of seattle and the Northwest in certain air ways. And then also not a big fan of some of the things, <laughs> yeah, which I can relate to as well. Yeah. Like the thing that you guys were talking about getting out of the city. I'm like, Oh sure. I like, I like getting out to like nature cause the nature up here is great. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Like totally. the, the islands and going, going across the ferry. I feel like I'm going to an Island, even if it's a peninsula, but it still, still counts in my mind. Yeah.
2: You gotta like get out and find your reset, you know, Mm-hmm.
1: There was once you and I kind of bring this up sometimes it was really late. I don't know if you were working on a project or I was working on a project, but we stayed up really late and we're like, you know what? Let's get out. We need to get out. And it was maybe like two, three in the morning when we were trying to plan this trip, but it was right as winter was coming in Mm -hmm. and we wanted to go to a beach. Yeah. (laughs) We wanted to go to a beach and we looked up this park, I guess. Um, and they had uh, like a warning on it that said, like, come at your own risk, basically. Yeah. Because like the trail to this beach was all mm-hmm. muddy. Um, and we were like, okay, well, we got to leave at like six in the morning, four hours later.
0: So it's yeah. 2 a.m. You're like, we're going tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Very ambitious. Yeah. We mm-hmm. didn't
1: end up going. Um, but yeah.
0: Slept through the alarm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wait. So you guys were online looking at pictures that, was, that said, "Come and walk down this trail at your own risk." Or
1: yeah, because we looked up the park because you can look up like Google Maps parks or something. in the because there's actual like website like state websites. Oh yeah, for yeah. Parks and that's what we were looking for.
2: If yeah, if you don't know, it's um, the park is called well the beach is called Shy Shy Beach. Shy And, shy. It's, and it's like famous because it has like these really cool rock arches. Mm-hmm. And, um, the place can have like pretty good low tides where you can like get out and walk by the rocks. And then you could probably see some like, you know, tide pools and whatnot like that. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just amazing how these rocks ended up forming on the tip of like the um, Washington coast pretty much. Like if you would drive towards, um, you'd have to take a ferry to like Kingston and then drive the, I think it's the one-on-one that takes you through like Nia Bay and then like up on the corner of the you'd say like the very tip corner of the peninsula
0: oh nice yeah that area up there there's a beach up there I still the, did I say I think that you right? did. Nia Bay is correct <laughs> Nia Bay is right yeah that's what I call it I have I no it. idea it's not Nia oh the what
1: i sorry. I was thinking about another story that yeah. <laughs> me and Matthew share.
0: I'm going to say one thing and I want to hear that story. Okay. There's a beach up there called starfish beach where times of the year it's covered in starfish. They just come up oh, on the really? beach. And I, a friend was there when it happened and he, he works at PCC natural markets. I'm not, I'm not sponsored by where them, you but I love them.
1: Mar- where you buy yerba mate's. Where
0: I used to buy it, but it's too expensive now. Right. Yeah. So I buy it at other places where yeah, it's get cheaper. Get it together, PCC. Yeah. Get it together, PCC. I love you. Um, so uh, yeah. he works there, but he goes out on and on camping trips. Goes out to the peninsula like every weekend, every chance, or every time he has a day off. And he had this picture and it's like starfish beach. It looks so cool. So I want to hit that sometime. It's not called star Starfish Beach, but it's known, it's known for known that. As that. Yeah, Past Nia Bay. Yeah. yeah that Sweet. sounds like in a Beach Boys song but that's YMA Bay, yeah. Bay is what Don't they call by it by Kokomo Co- down to Kokomo which is fake we found yeah. out okay what's the story let's hear this
1: um, you remember when we went to Oyster Dome um, yeah
0: yeah kinda yeah. Um,
1: we again on one of our like um, spurts to just get out um, we took your car which is a two, like a two door coupe yeah very cute yeah um, you wanna and... say what,
0: what kind of car Zion TC. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um,
1: and I don't think like we were planning the trip as we were on the trip. Um, and so we decided to go to Oyster Dome and it's this, um, it's, it's a road up this like hill, like mountain, yeah. hill mm-hmm. mountain. Right. Um, but the road had been used so much that there was no more asphalt. Like there was a transitioning period where it was like road, oh, like yeah. asphalt. And then it went to like dirt and rocks Mm-hmm. and we, we were trying to drive up so fast that we ended up like drifting and like catching the rocks as we were going as you up you remember that?
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's like I think we slide. like I think like we might have ground out quite a bit. You mean the middle, high center?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cuz the roads like big it's like wagon wheel tracks from the right. Pilgrim days. Yeah, or just holes cuz of probably rocks take, moving. You probably want to take you probably want to take like a pretty like decent a like truck
2: or something. Truck or a van or like a like, a like a really nice Subaru or something. Wait, if
0: you ground out though, how did you keep going? It Are would you, it like wasn't it
2: wasn't fully. It was oh. just kissing
0: like yeah. because the potholes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's like how I uh, kissed some trash on the freeway with my Fiat the other day, <laughs> and it just <laughs> and, and I hear this loud thud, and I was like, God, oh, that wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Driving and low. I think,
2: I think like the reason why i kept on going or like wanted to go up this huge hill <laughs> is cuz like i i drive my car to like big mountains and you know the ski resorts around here mm-hmm. and i was like oh yeah i'm getting i'm getting anywhere if i have like a mindset like i'm going to go through whatever snow whatever rocks but i'm going to do it yeah i really didn't find any um points where i like regret of just trying hard to get somewhere. And even if I you're never in a your car,
0: really... the car's not four wheel drive. No. But you're like, whatever, I'm driving through this <laughs> blizzard to get to this ski slope and I can do it in this two wheel drive vehicle. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm, that's what I think I'm too afraid to do with the two wheel drive vehicles. And it may be, from PTSD from times of driving two-wheel vehicles on the mountain to get to go snowboarding or something. Yeah. So we had a big van we used for touring that was two-wheel drive in the back. We went up to Mount Hood one time and there'd been a death at oh, uh, from an accident at oh, the yeah. entrance to Mount Hood Meadows. And we're like... We'd gone up there and there was like half a foot of snow falling and the traffic's just inching along. So you'd hit your brakes and you'd slide a foot every time you hit your brakes. Mm -hmm. And we're just like trying to get in and then it was closed. So we had to turn around. We'd gone all the way up there. That's the last time I drove up to go snowboarding on my own because I was like, forget this. I'm not doing this again. (laughs) And I I did go with family after that. But like to me being in charge of driving everyone up. And there were kids in the car in front of us that were playing um, fire drill thing where they run around the vehicle. Oh, God. They used to call it Chinese fire drill, but I think now we just call it fire drill. Oh, wow. So, just the way things are, you know, you want to not call it a certain thing. Anyway, they're running around their car, and I'm sliding forward, and I was just like so freaked out. I was going to smash into a child. I was like, what are you kids doing? get out of yeah get in your car and so i was and then everyone's like are we and then we just couldn't go we had to turn around but it's it was when i have four-wheel drive i feel invincible i don't go 70 miles an hour Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i feel like i can definitely i'm not gonna get stuck with the with like my truck
1: yeah i once took a nissan versa through so call me pass in the middle of a snow blizzard where it was like compact snow oh yeah and i didn't have any chains and you're supposed to, you're supposed to. And <laughs> I just went for it and I drove maybe like 10 miles an hour and made I, it, made it. Yeah. It was insane.
0: There's man, this is opening up, uh, not a can of worms, but a yeah. lot of interesting things in my mind from different scary, but also like the scariest time in Seattle was like, there was a snowstorm like five, uh, 10 years ago, 11 years where there was, it took eight hours to go from West Seattle to Northgate. Wow. There was an an ice storm and I was driving for interstate battery, a van delivery van, and the tires were bald and they sent me out anyway. They're like, no, you, you got to do it. Just be careful. So I get, I'm in West Seattle, go over this hill and it's a steep climb and I, there's no cars on this road. And I, all the way down and doing bumper cars on the sides side of oh the my no the two way the two uh, the whole road which is two lanes up and down I went all the way to the bottom hitting the edges and sliding down and oh, got like to there the was bottom a... that's terrifying and wow those cement
1: it rail things not even a rail it was just
0: sidewalk well i was was hitting the sidewalk sorry i thought you meant i was on the sidewalk but i was hitting the sidewalks and no cars were parked but i couldn't stop and i was just and i get to the bottom and i'm like heart racing deliver the batteries and slowly go across the bridge (laughs) and then i got to the north gate area or not north gate the ship canal bridge in Seattle. And it's like, there was a semi in front of me that was inching along and cars were getting stuck and sliding backwards on that bridge. And I was just inching, following the semi. I'm like, just keep moving, dude. And I moved at two miles an hour, got over that and made it back. And I, and I was like, I am done.
1: Yeah. In high school, in high school, my, um, my drive into school was I had to cross over this bridge that, or it's, I guess an overpass, um, underneath is the freeway. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for people that don't know, like if there's a gap like that, it, the bridge can freeze or whatever the the uh, overpass is, yeah. it can freeze from underneath because yeah. of all the air that's going through or like yeah. if it's over water and stuff. Um, so as I was climbing over this bridge, there's a stop sign right at the end of it. Um, and the superintendent was parked at the stop sign going um, like I was the going. Yeah, going the other way. Mm. So cross, we were going to cross paths. Um and I start breaking at the top of the hill or at the top of the overpass. Yeah. And I start sliding all the way down. And the harder I step on the brake, the, the more, more I fishtail. Yeah. And so I crossed both lanes and then came like an inch away from hitting her. Um oh gosh, what kind of car was it? You remember those Aztecs by uh yep. Mitsubishi? Yeah. It was Mitsubishi? Oh. Yeah. 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 The, the Walter White car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I didn't see that show except for the last couple episodes, but I do know the, the yeah. vehicle. I saw the ending. I know how it ends. Nice.
1: Did but you I watch hear it's El Camino?
0: That's a, a prequel to that? or No, post? it's
1: a sequel. Sequel.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Breaking Bad, I saw like the last four or five episodes. And it was pretty addicting when they did. You're like, what's the next one? But I'd missed seven seasons. So I'm sure there was a lot of build up to yeah. that point. That's crazy though. The, those are scary when you're out of control and it's almost better not to break, not right. to hit your brake, and then yeah. just kind of go. Cause you hit it and suddenly you're like this. Right. Yeah. And we don't, correct. Ex- and we don't experience a ton of that here. Yeah. Cause there's only like a month in the year that it's like bad, bad weather, mm-hmm. but like the Midwest they are like, Oh, that's nothing. What are you guys talking about?
1: Right. It's just like the amount of people that don't know how to drive in snow, make here. it worse. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: because i can i like when it snows here because i'll take my car out to like a parking lot and just drift yeah oh yeah, Dude, <laughs> drift yeah. In the snow. oh so i love it fun. yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: It's, I, it is fun when there was like a big storm um that came through washington and it said it was gonna snow in the lowlands i get super excited i'm like okay it's gonna snow a lot like i rather get i rather be in like the best part of the storm where it just snows a lot mm-hmm. and like so you know um there was this one time where i was like okay it's gonna snow i'm gonna like leave um just before the snowstorm and get to you know the ski resort and um right as i left it started this like just just the the flurries of snow was just like pounding like bellevue and like mm-hmm. um and You know, I got over to, like, I-90 and went to Snoqualmie Pass. And, like, when I get there, it's, like, not even the storm is really, like, it's, like, not there yet. You know, there's nothing really happened. Because you'd hit it in Bellevue, and then it made
0: its way up there.
2: Yeah. So then I was, like, okay, I was, like, snowboarding, you know, at the resort. And I was, like, waiting for the snow to come in. it's, like, yeah, it's going to be, like, you know it's just gonna be magical when it hits here. Mm-hmm. And then like it's just slowly happening and it's start start starting to like accumulate some like couple inches on like the crust that was over mm-hmm. um, which is like the old snow and I was like, Okay, this is not like very fun yet, you know. It's gonna be really fun tomorrow. And I was like, should I stay here overnight? Like you know, just like sleep just in my be car. Ready. Yeah. You know, like get ready to have a good day tomorrow. And I was like, I oh, have this is a brilliant idea. I was like, you know, maybe it's going to be better at Crystal Mountain. So like, let me go from Snoqualmie Pass. Drive down there just to hit it. To go all the way to Crystal <laughs> Mountain, or yeah, to Crystal Mountain. And so like, I was actually like, once, once I started heading back towards, you know, um, I-90 West, and then I had to take Highway 18 over, I got up on highway 18. Well, first of all, I had to put chains on before and chains. Like I really don't have a lot of experience with chains and, and like I was avoided putting them on because I, I know how to drive in snow. Yeah. And, um, at least I had them in my car and ready to go. But like, I really never had like practice with them as much as I should. And I put them on and I was going up, you know, highway 18 over tiger mountain and it got mm-hmm. so much there had so much snow there was like already like a foot and a half up there and like their semi I was still driving on the highway
0: with a foot and a half of snow yeah. on the highway yeah and they're
2: just going like turtle slow and like i'm just passing them, and like getting around <laughs> mm-hmm. and like i finally ended up going to crystal mountain and parking there a lot and getting there and um yeah anyways the the day the next day wasn't so yeah,
0: it didn't, epic. it didn't hit as much as you were hoping. And yeah. probably Snoqualmie the next day was amazing. Probably, yeah. And it's like, the, you're like, because you're chasing. Like recently doing a video shoot, we were chasing the sun because it was rainy in Seattle. Yeah. And so we drove all the way out to Easton hoping to get sun. And then That's still so no far. sun. And you look further, you're like, if we just go another 40 miles, you're like, the day is disappearing. Like, I think yeah. this just wasn't the day. Yeah. So that happens sometimes.
2: Yeah. And so, yeah, we, you know, I ended up like... You Know pretty much that trip, I ended up like actually hurting my vehicle because of the really? chains. Oh, the chains, oh, because
0: yeah. they flapped and hit, yeah, like probably, yeah.
2: These were like the actual like chain chains, they weren't like the uh, super like, like the stealth ro- mode uh, chains that you just like you know, you put on and they're like you can like tighten them or do something. They're like
0: like ball and chain, chains. these are like
2: chains, yeah, ball and yeah, yeah, like heavy duty like not a marriage shouldn't be on a <laughs> but, uh, sports car at oh, all yeah oh. but like
0: you know i went to like o'reilly's and they said, yeah, sold here's... them to you yeah
2: <laughs> and, and don't you...
0: buy a chain from o'reilly's <laughs> they're like they're like don't yeah we're not slamming a business but definitely like make sure they're the ones that are the low profile because they're probably like you know this size of tire will fit yours perfectly you're like yeah but this is for a truck and it has a yeah. lot more clearance than my car right and the chains i've always done it wrong where like one of them comes undone and so having to put them on, that's why I was like, I'm just going to have a four-wheel drive vehicle so I can push a button, pull over, and I don't have to deal with this because mm-hmm. that's the worst. I mean, I saw a Fiat with chains on it once on a mountain. I was like, I don't even – I wouldn't feel safe in that thing on a <laughs> – or yeah. a smart car. <laughs> I haven't seen smart car chains yet. I don't think it's meant to do it. But. So, yeah, there's
2: a price to pay if you want to chase a storm or ch- chase the mm-hmm. you know, like the winter storms because tw- like, uh, you, you know if you could get stuck or – You could damage your vehicle and waste money and waste time and like all that stuff. And I've kind of just
0: part of the thrill of it. Right. Yeah. Because then you're like, and now I'm going to owe three grand to fix this car. But I had a great day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like the storm. Well, I don't chase winter storms because I don't like the cold, but I do enjoy driving in the snow a lot. Like that's yeah. where the truck. I'm like, if it snows and I like spe- go, I want to go somewhere. I just hit the gas as hard as I can, hit the brakes to see how far I can skid out. If no yeah, one's around. right, I
1: prefer snow than slush. Yeah, yeah. I hate slush so much. My
0: favorite is ice. You're
1: crazy.
0: Yeah, let's <laughs> I'm I'm totally well, either ice or snow, right? Well, so yeah. the, there yeah. was like 2000, in 2007 or eight. There was like two uh, foot of snow, and then it stuck for two weeks, and then there was ice everywhere. And we were going to the local theater in Marysville, which was Regal at the time. And sadly, they closed down now officially. Regals don't exist anymore. But this, wow, I didn't, I didn't see that before this last year happening. But they, but the theater there is still there. But there was like ice from two weeks worth of packed snow and little dips. And so we were walking in to go to a movie, and we're slipping and sliding yeah. and jump <laughs> falling all over, just trying to get into the building <laughs> just to go see a movie because like not, there wasn't a lot else to do. And we're like. You can play video games at home, go see a movie, can't go get out. And so just, it was a hazard just to go 20 feet to get in and to go right. to see a movie.
1: Gosh, I got out of my car once where I was trying to, I open the door and I take a step. And before I, like I, before I realize it, I blink and I'm underneath my car. Like I'd <laughs> slipped so hard that uh-huh. I didn't realize what happened. And I was, oh. I was literally underneath my car. Whoa. And I was like, I don't know what happened. Like, like <laughs> fully, your
0: your head is underneath. Like you're tucked under. You're like, oh, not mostly.
1: not my full head. Like yeah. it was my from hips down. I was yeah. underneath my car, and I was like, I don't even know That's what insane. happened.
0: And you kind of black out for a moment because your head hit the. I don't know. Hit the ice. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin did that in flip flops in California. <laughs> uh, on a summer evening, running out of a bowling alley and sl- and slipped and somehow slid under their suburban, which was pretty impressive. Yeah, as a kid, <laughs> And we were there and then we we're like, "Where where'd she go?" <laughs> Just <laughs> slipped under. Uh, well, we are. Uh, um, I know that we did it. We're a little over our normal time, but okay. Matthew's joining us next week too. Yeah, so he'll be here. Uh, so this week's episode, we should wrap for today. We've talked about snow movies personality tests all kinds of crazy stuff it's been good it's been great and uh thank thank you for joining us everyone and everyone here as well
2: thanks for joining us yeah thank you guys you guys are doing a (laughs) great yeah